0: Welcome to That 30-ish Life with Kristen and Rashine, A podcast for single women in their 30s who are all about self-improvement And all that ish that comes with it This is episode 4, but before we get started As always, we want to start our episode with our quote of the day
1: Hey everybody, this is Kristen And thank you for tuning in Thank you if this is your first time, we welcome you Make sure to check out some of our previous episodes. But today I want to start off with a quote, and it pertains to the topic that we're going to be discussing. And the quote goes, Never allow yourself to be so desperate that you end up settling for less than what you deserve. And this quote resonated with me primarily because a lot of women will find themselves in situations relationships or dating or with with men that are not on their level and they end up compromising their happiness they they compromise their value just to be in the company of someone else as opposed to waiting and taking the time to find out what they love or what mm-hmm. what they value and what is what how they does, how they would like to be treated and so that they can attract that valuable relationship so yeah that really spoke to me and I think it's a great segue into the topic that we have for today
0: yeah that's really good I think that also applies to your friends as well who you surround yourself with as well as far as how you value and the people you associate with yourself with as well your company that you keep so that's a really good quote
1: yeah they say that it's you are the makeup of the five closest people around you so, like, if you're always around the same group of friends, mm-hmm. you're going to pick up on some of their character and some of their traits. So, you have to really watch the company that you keep, like you said, because, mm-hmm. you know, some of their patterns may rub off on you. And if you you want to always be around people that are achieving higher and always going going for something greater than um, going for bigger things, going for achieving greatness, I guess that's the best way to put it. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think, like you said, that really ties in the quote really ties into the the topic that we would like to discuss today, which is basically learning how to date yourself or spending time with yourself alone and This is something that really resonates with me because I feel as if I love spending time alone. It's something I've always done, I've always felt comfortable with I remember being 18 years old and I used to go out to the club by myself all the time on Fridays. so I isn't is something a task that I've never felt uncomfortable with and I know that I've had friends and know people who find who finds it extremely comfortable uncomfortable with going out by themselves whether it's going out to eat by themselves going to the movies they always feel as if they have to be around someone so I just wanted to chime in and say that learn how to date yourself, learn how to go out by yourself. I think it's a a great opportunity as far as learning more about who you are as a person, learn how to treat yourself, learn about what you do and don't like. And I feel as if you don't know how to treat yourself well, how can you expect someone else to?
1: That's a great point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I actually was the complete opposite. I used to feel that it was so awkward to go to Mm -hmm. the movies by yourself or go out to dinner by yourself. You know, I like to have alone time, yes, but there were just some social type activities that I felt would be best with a person there. So, yes, it might be good to have someone there for conversation, but I know to your point that it is okay to, to explore other options alone to really get a feel for who you are, what you like, and not, you know, settling for less. So I have learned that over the years, not to feel obligated to have someone with me, especially if it's something that I really want to do and to wait on someone else to fu- to fu- help me to fulfill that need when they may not be available. That, does, that shouldn't, de- you know, that should not affect my ability to participate in whatever that event may be. Exactly, yeah.
0: And you may... Might- Lose out an opportunity as far as meeting someone else if you didn't go. Or, you don't know, having a good time just because you felt as if you didn't want to go out because that other person or your friend wasn't available.
1: It's funny you said that because I always meet people when I'm by myself. Uh-huh. And when I'm usually with people, you know, you're you're usually communicating with mm-hmm. that one particular person you're out with. So other people around you probably do not think of you being available to just approach to come up Mm -hmm. because they feel that would be disrespectful or violating, you know, the the discussion or the meetup that you have with whoever you're with. But I tend to meet people more when I'm by myself, you know, and you never know who you're going to meet. It doesn't, not necessarily from a romantic standpoint. It can just be a business networking situation it can be you know somebody a workout person or just somebody who has the same common interest you just never know who you'll meet out you know when you're alone and able to be free yeah Mm -hmm. you're less distracted less distracted and you can come and go on your own time Mm -hmm. you know when you're with people and this can be from you know relate dating relationship too but when you're with people you're kind of having to compromise according to how they okay if they're ready to go okay then you have to be ready to go or you know they want to stay and you're ready to go it's you know sometimes it may not be balanced. So when you're somewhere by yourself, you have that freedom and flexibility to go and come as you please, to do what you want, to talk to whoever, and just enjoy being being there. Yeah,
0: it's less stressful to be honest with you because, as you were saying, you get to you're on your own schedule, and you can pretty much choose what you want to do. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm a person always on time, so when people are not on time and I'm waiting for someone, it really frustrates me. And then it messes up my enjoyment of the night because I was stressed out waiting for someone. So that's like one of my big things is that you're just on your, you're on your own time.
1: I agree because I'm always the one that's late so (laughs) I know you all that was cute that was for me she was talking about me a little bit (laughs) she was talking about me I'm always the friend that you say be there at 930 and I'll be pulling up at 1015 I can't help it I'm trying I'm really working on that but um, yeah I'm the late friend so yeah don't give me like a two hour time frame and give me a time an hour before so I can be there right on time <laughs> that makes sense. Exactly. She's she's telling you the truth. I'm telling you the truth. Y'all. I try. I try. I try. And it's the real talk. Being on time, I'm working on it. So, right.
0: And then I guess one of my last um one of my last points I feel as far as spending time by yourself and dating yourself, it just I think it helps develop a sense of independence. Um you know, you really learn how to lean on yourself. Uh, Whenever you're used to going out by yourself and doing things by yourself. Rather even, it's traveling by yourself, you know. And um, you learn how to, I guess, enjoy your own company or have fun. Like, you just learn how to have fun by yourself. Like, entertain yourself in those moments. But I think that's what one of the best things I've learned as far as spending time by myself and going out is just... A sense of independence, because I can just go, just go by myself and not even think twice.
1: You know, I want to really make a comment about that traveling independently. Um, for those of you who know me personally or have heard my story, I did live overseas for three and a half years, and was it three and a half years? Yes, it was three and a half years. And both times, I would lived in two different countries. I've actually uh, went away independently for another out of the country volunteer program. But what I will say is this, traveling independently especially going overseas is the is the best ex- experience that I've I can say that I've had and it was a scary experience, mm-hmm. but it showed me a lot about myself. It taught mm-hmm. me a lot about myself, it taught me a lot about life. It taught me about how to deal with people and opened my eyes to experiences that I probably wouldn't have had had I been with a group of friends and not saying there's anything against that I'm not saying it at all it just happened to be that I ended up going alone because I was living there but I was able to just really start cultivating friendships with the local people in the countries that I lived in I started developing my own sense of self-awareness when I first moved away I was by myself without my son and I felt that I was literally in a wilderness environment, and that is when I found my relationship with God. That it grew, it, I grew closer to God during that moment, and I also started recognizing my purpose. And that was a really key thing for me because I was so distracted by relationships. I was so distracted by always being in a relationship, being with friends, being around people, where I never really was isolated enough to really discover who. Who am I? You know, we we think we know who we are. But when you're put into these situations where you're on your own in a wilderness state, you really discover who you truly are and your strength and your mm-hmm. character. So I will definitely say if you have the opportunity to travel abroad, for example, go for it. Especially if you can do it alone. It's just the most amazing experience. The things that I've sought, that I've seen, and the places that I've been able to go, the flexibility that I've been able to have, Even just having hookups on price, uh, price, uh, the discounts or, you know, people see that you're traveling alone. They usually tend to to be more flexible with you. So it makes a difference. It's it's definitely, I encourage that, you know. I know we all want to be in partnership and have someone, you know, with us. But Mm -hmm. it may not, it's not worth compromising your value Mm -hmm. or your worth. And like you said in an earlier statement, it, it can be... Go both ways with a friendship Mm -hmm. or a dating relationship. Yeah, I think
0: you learn how to be crafty. Because I did travel to the um, UAE by myself whenever I initially went. And that was like my first time even traveling internationally. And being on a plane, going to foreign airports, landing there, figuring out how I'm going to get to my destination. And you really, like you said, you really learn that you're craftier than what you expect and it, in, in a sense as far as being in an environment that you're uncomfortable. And the friendships that you develop as far as experience other cultures and being able to speak with other people and learn just eye-opening things that you never would have if you would have possibly went on a scheduled tourist type thing. Like I got to experience a, going to my first Moroccan bath. Which was completely different. Mm-hmm. I never heard wow. of it. Mm-hmm. You know, didn't speak the. I didn't speak Arabic. In being in a room, a steam room, <laughs> but naked with other women that <laughs> I barely <laughs> even knew. Yeah. No, you know what I'm saying. But yeah. like you said, if you, if I would have went, would it? You know, the fact that I went, I met someone that I was associate with. Um, she's like. Hey, I'm going home for Kenya and I'm going to be in Dubai and meet me there. Mm-hmm. I know someone's there. And right. I went not stayed at some strangers, one of her girlfriends um, that she grew up with. But, you know, just speaking with them and learning more about their culture and being able to be in the city away from the tourists and stuff like that. I really got to, I got to experience and learn a lot. And if I would have been like, no, I can't travel across the continent into a an Arab country by myself, I would have missed a wonderful opportunity that I probably would never have gotten if I would have just said no because of fear of going going alone.
1: That is so so true. I I had so much opposition. Mm-hmm. I, I I agree with everything you said that you said about that because you know if you did not overcome the fear of going by yourself, you mm-hmm. would have missed out on all those wonderful Yeah. Same thing with me. I, mm-hmm. had, and I had a lot of people telling me that I was crazy for yeah. even considering moving to the UAE. Mm-hmm. At first, that was my first place I lived. And they thought I was nuts. They thought, how in the world were you going to just uproot your life, move overseas, and... Be around people that you don't know, you don't know the culture. And I said, you know what? That's life. And you know, one thing that I've learned in this experience about traveling alone and being by myself is that you learn as you go and you start and you, and you easily adapt. If I'm with people that, oh, I don't need that kind of food, we can't go to that restaurant. Oh, no, I'm allergic to this. I, no, I can't do that. Or no, I'm, I'm scared of heights, so I can't go over that bridge. You're so restricted. And sometimes yes. when you're in a whole new place. You need the freedom to just explore on your own. And a lot of things will happen with trial and error, but that is okay. We live and we learn. We keep moving forward. And it is it is fine. So the best advice I can give anybody who's listening to this is if you have the opportunity to travel alone, do it. Do, do it. not wait on your girlfriend to tell mm-hmm. you, girl, I think you're crazy, or I don't want to go there, or maybe you should do this. Go. Even if you have to experience it alone. And you will find joy. So much peace, joy and comfort in it it may be uncomfortable at first I won't lie but you'll you'll thank me later and you'll thank yourself later yeah even moving to
0: Las Vegas because I grew up in Missouri and I grew up in a small town in Missouri and moving across country here people thought I was crazy or didn't want me to leave or you know you get so much so much opposition from from that and honestly i i was sick to my stomach moving across but one i didn't tell a lot of people that i was coming because i knew if i would then possibly someone would talk me out of it Mm -hmm. and i waited to the last minute to tell my parents as well probably like a couple weeks before because Mm -hmm. i knew that they would probably try to talk talk me out of it it. as well and not really it's amazing that once you get your mind set on something how doors open and even if Things mm-hmm. aren't planned as far as, like, I really didn't have a good job coming here. But as I was on my way here, a new opportunity presented itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, one of my biggest fears, because I had a house back in St. Louis, and and but I got it, that rented out. And, you know, I didn't make that the reason to stay. And once you get out here, just coming out here alone, like you said, in the wilderness, in a place that's not... Familiar to me. I really didn't I didn't know anyone. I had associates here and Like you said whenever you come to a place that's not Comfortable you learn so much about yourself and I was in a position that I had to establish new friendships and get put myself out there um, go out a lot more not like clubs or anything like that but networking opportunities and Mm -hmm. And start talking to people in order to build deep relationships and learning a new, new city. Mm. And honestly, I wouldn't take that change my experience here in Vegas for the world because of the people i met, you know, meeting the girl, the girl from Kenya, Mm -hmm. Caroline, which gave me an opportunity to go to the UAE, Mm -hmm. you know, meeting you, going to, to putting my, going to Toastmasters, which I never would have done if I was in St. Louis and, and trying to figure out what my what I what I was put on earth here to do um so it, not even just traveling abroad but just if you always had a dream to go somewhere my philosophy now is that home is always gonna, going to be there mm-hmm. it's not going to go anywhere right if you have a, a dream or desire do it and you'd be surprised you know what you learn and if it doesn't work out
1: at least you, at least you can say you tried. Yeah, absolutely. I agree completely with that statement. And it, it, when you said coming from Missouri to Vegas, it really reminded me that I think one of the reasons why I'm not fully content here in Vegas is because it is so comfortable to me. Mm. My family is here. I have other friends here. So I know, and I've been visiting Vegas off and on for a long time. So it's more like a second home than Chicago is to me. <clears throat> but, you know, the adventure part of it, you know, trying out a new city, you mm-hmm. know, moving somewhere where I don't know anybody. I feel more confident to do that now mm-hmm. than I would have before. I went overseas alone. Exactly. Because So I feel like it builds another confidence level. It builds another boldness in you to say, I can do anything. If I did that, if I survived moving into another country by myself, knowing not a soul, to, you know, making myself successful and being being embraced, then I can do anything. And I know it comes from a faith standpoint, too. You know, the trusting that God is going to see you through any situation that you put yourself in if you know that it's meant for you to be there. Um, One other thing, I, when you were talking about the the independent thing, I also wanted to piggyback on that. Because I know there may be some married people listening who not necessarily are in the dating phase anymore. Or they may be in just relationships. They may not be married I still think it's equally important to spend some time alone, even if you are in a healthy Mm -hmm. successful marriage or relationship I think it's okay to have autonomy and to be able to say Hey, I really enjoy Bachata for example, I'm gonna go out to this bachata class. That's something I enjoy by myself or you know Going to my my significant other my husband doesn't like this movie. I still want to treat myself to the movie I don't think there's anything wrong With that, again, I'm not married, but, you know, married people, if you want to comment on this, you please be free to do so. But I still think it's equally important to have autonomy even when you're in a a relationship. Because you need the ability to be, you still need to be yourself. That relationship doesn't make, it's there to um, compliment you. Uh, but not necessarily be everything now that you're in that, you know, relationship to that you have to do everything with that person. I do yeah. believe there should be some separation. And that for sanity purposes. Sometimes people just need to have some time alone. Mm-hmm. You know, in yeah. our last episode I said, I told you, even <laughs> as a minutes. mother. Yeah, like if you haven't listened to our last episode, make sure you check it out. But one of my self-care tips was give me five minutes. And I tell my son, who's 10, that... Mommy needs five minutes. And it's usually after a stressful day. I teach first grade, so I'm around 22 six and seven-year-olds for six hours out of my day. Whew. Mm-hmm. Yes, please say a prayer for me. So I come home and I'm just all over the place mentally and emotionally because it can be draining but also rewarding at the same time. But sometimes I just need five minutes. I need five minutes to unwind, take a couple of deep breaths, rest my eyes, and just kind of be still for a second. And so that's part of that you know being able to um, recognize that you need some time alone yeah I think that's good
0: I think that's really good and I think you'd be surprised what you will learn whenever you spend time by yourself um, is there anything else you like to
1: And no I think we've covered a lot Mm -hmm. around in this topic I think it, it is you know we've covered a lot so yeah
0: and I would just encourage I would love to hear from our viewers what do you guys like to do by yourself in your alone time do you like going to the movies do you go out to eat by yourself do you go to a library and go somewhere to read or something I love going to coffee shops last week I took myself to the movies
1: um, yeah, I saw you. I saw that. Acrimony was was pretty good. I liked the movie. What would you think about it? It was cool. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay.
1: I liked it, it yeah. was a diff- different more different than what I expected. Yeah.
0: Um, it was all right. Um, yeah, or dance class. I mean, I do I do so much, but my favorite probably is going to coffee shops and just chilling. My favorite coffee shop and reading a book. That's probably like my favorite. Thing I like to do by myself yeah and I would
1: say the same thing but I think that leads into my self-care tip of the day this episode um is that I want to do things like that be able to just go to a coffee shop and chill out for three hours at a time and Mm -hmm. get lost on my computer and try to catch up with all the million one things that I said I need to do on my task list and it never gets done because I feel that my mommy duties kind of take over or work is demanding or I'm at home, you know, trying to do a lot of different things. So my self-care tip would be to take care of yourself first. And I say take care of yourself first because if you don't take care of yourself first, you cannot be your full self and your best self for everybody else that you come in contact with. Mm -hmm. So, for example, we all deal with, you know, emotion you know, we may be having a, a hard week where we've dealt with a lot of mental or emotional distractions or block blocks and we need some time to just unwind and do something nice to, to treat ourselves or just physically tired or just overwhelmed with life, period. And it happens. That's just that just comes with the territory. But I think if you keep going and going and going and going and not really giving yourself time, you know, that alone time like we talked about, that independent time, you can't be your best. And I find myself, and I know moms, you can relate to this, where you're burnt out. And I'm not just speaking to moms, I'm speaking to everybody, but I'm just using this as as an example is that you're burnt out, you're tired, you're, you know, emotionally overwhelmed, uh, you might have some things on your mind. Mm. And you're not... Functioning properly to your best, and so your kids are asking you for stuff, and they may just be asking a simple question, or want some some of your time or attention, and you just lash out on them because you're just so frustrated. So mm-hmm. that's when you know it is time to take some time for yourself, and you need to you know schedule the time in. So Rashawn, you made a really good point about the coffee shop. Use your resources you know if you do have a child and you're a single mom use your resources if you don't have a babysitter or don't have family in town you try to you know hire someone that you can you can trust that they can give you that freedom mm-hmm. and flexibility even if you don't have children you still need time to break away from the everyday stresses of life you know so some ideas that i came up with well some of them are physical like definitely body maintenance you know Go out and get yourself a facial, or get your pet pa- a mani pedi. Go mm-hmm. get a massage. You know, take a nap. Sometimes a good old two hour nap can do so much regeneration for your body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I'm thankful for a good nap. You know, on a mid mid afternoon weekend day, when I think because we're we're so used to going, 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 and having so many things to do that we get so burnt out that nothing really gets done. So it's best that you take the time now and schedule that time and make it a consistent pattern to take care of you first so you can be your best self. Absolutely. I think that's really good. And I think
0: what's best about what you just said is that we live in a society that is looked down upon if you're selfish. But as your point is, you have to be selfish because if you're not your best self, You can't be the best wife. You can't be the best mother. You can't be the best friend if you, inside, if you yourself isn't all right. And I think that we need to think about that and not look at spending time alone or just being a little selfish to make sure that you're okay so you can radiate your best self, be your best self to everyone else.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I i I agree it is so important. it really is, and I think for me, sometimes I've suffered from mom guilt, where if I'm not spending every waking, free moment with my child, I must be a bad mom, mm. you know, and I told myself that lie for a very long time, thinking that I needed to spend or if I wanted to go out with friends, I felt guilty about it. You know, I should be at home with my son. And it's not something that I would do all the time, but I think that's because we put so much pressure on ourselves to overperform for everybody else around us. We want to be superwoman for our jobs, for our families, for our children, for our friends, for whatever society thinks that we should conform to. Social media is a big thing, you know, making sure you post a certain amount of times a day. You know, it's just a lot of a lot of <laughs> pressure. Pressure. And I think sometimes we just don't take the time to just be you. Um, another thing I was saying was just reading a good book, kinda unwinding unwinding from a good book, letting your mind go get lost in something else other than your own problems. Um, exercising is a good stress relief. And it's not even just about stress, it's just about doing something that you love to do and making time to do it to help yeah. you. Yeah. Um, You know even just affirmations affirmations are so healing you know right reading something motivational you know doing something that motivates you doing a a pastime or craft arts and crafts or you know a hobby that you like to do yeah make it make it a pattern something that you can look forward to outside of your daily grind exactly
0: all right lovely ladies well that's that's it that's all we have and we would love to hear from you um, as far as just what you do as far as dating yourself and what Kristen was doing as far as self-care what do you do to spend time and make sure that you you are your best self so um, leave a comment um, visit us on our Facebook page that um, 30 ish life podcast or Instagram that 30 ish life podcast or send us an email that 30 is live podcast at gmail.com and we do have a website we're in the process of changing that web address so we'll get to get that to you as short soon as possible but until next time see you later
1: see ya thank you for listening
0: all right that 30 is live hey (laughs)
1: that 30 is live